All right, welcome to the almost, well, it is November 9th. It's almost time to start the Robert's Gab Bell Show, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we got a great show lined up today. For those of you who have sent in your pictures with Orange Guard, today's the day. We're going to do a big giveaway on the air second hour. Stand by for that. Uh, also, Mark Herr, it's her, H-E-R-R, how to pronounce that. Mark's from uh, a very good organization called uh, the Center for Self-Governance. Because, you know, we need that desperately because uh, what happened in the election, not impressed. We'll get to that and a whole lot more. Ty Bollinger joins us as well as we launch Propaganda Exposed, uncensored edition today as well. And uh, just uh, share this with your friends because uh, that's how we defeat censorship. Come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen, or you may already be there. We'll see you in the chat room. Let's get this healing party started with no RSV, even though I have to talk about it. But RSB, yes. Let's go. Robert Scott Bell Show. Well, I said yesterday, no matter what happened in the election, you still got to bring it on home, bring it back home. The centralized bureaucracy, even if there are good people in it, pose nothing but great danger to your life, liberty, and property. So uh, later on in the show, uh, not too long from now, we'll have Mark Herr from uh, Center for Self-Governance talking about that and a whole lot more. He'll be at the Red Pill Expo with me and a whole lot of other awesome people, courtesy of G. Edward Griffin. Uh, Dell Bigtree's going to be there. David Martin's going to be there. Uh, Carrie Maday's going to be there. Let's see who else. Uh, gosh, there's, there's loads of awesomeness that's going to be with us at the Red Pill Expo uh, this coming weekend. Oh, there it is. There's the imagery. And uh, let's see, Scott Shara will be spe speaking. Sherry uh, Peel Jackson, who we had on the show uh, last week. Mickey Willis is going to be there premiering Plandemic 3 or segments of it. And uh, David Martin's going to be showing a movie as well. And geez, this is going to be quite a weekend. Alex Newman. So we've got uh, Mark Hurt today on, and he's going to be there. We'll talk about that. As I said, uh, no matter what happens in, in, in various electorate or election cycles, We've seen the history of uh, the American government grow, 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 put more debt on you and your kids and your grandkids and the kids yet to be born. And no matter whether it's an R or a D, it seems to be the inevitable direction until collapse. Now, is it possible to correct course? If it were as possible as just voting, they would have outlawed it. You've heard that before. At the same time, yes, I'm encouraged to see there are some some good folks seemingly going into various uh, aspects or levels of government uh, following that. But we might talk more about it. I just don't want to belabor the inevitable that you have to recognize that the more the more local you get, the more power you actually have and can exude on government officials who would try to take away your power, your life, your liberty, your property. One of the ways they do this, and unfortunately, Republicans have not fought back hard enough. And I say that in a general sense, certainly there are individuals that have, but in, in a general sense, the parties themselves, the establishment parties are doing little or nothing to stop future scamdemics from happening. The permanent state of emergencies, who is calling for their revocation? I'm asking, maybe you guys got an answer there. The first article in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. And if you got the newsletter, you already know this. Just sign up by texting RSB to 22828. But here's the story from the Defender. Headline reads, first RSV, emergency 
declared as Pfizer and GSK race to get vaccines approved. Subheadline, Southern California's Orange County Health Department this month declared a local health emergency over concerns around the rising number of pediatric cases of RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, amid news Pfizer and GlaxoSmithKline are close to seeking approval for new RSV vaccines. And I'll give you three guesses as to what kind of vaccines they are. And the first two don't even need to count because you won't need, you won't need but one. mRNA, that's right. The very things that are a disaster, disastrously impacting on the lives of young people everywhere, died suddenly. How to protect yourself from died suddenly. Listen or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show. This would this would not be happening today if you did not comply with the state various states of emergency that hold sway over you because you believe they do, or because you're afraid to say they don't hold sway over me and then act accordingly. Let's get into this story because this is the kind of thing that very few in what we call new media even cover, I think, appropriately and properly. So you're left with, oh my gosh, there's a virus that's getting our kids. The RSV, the respiratory syncytial virus. So Southern California's Orange County Health Department this month declared local health emergency over concerns about this RSV. Why should we allow a bunch of unelected bureaucrats that couldn't heal themselves out of a wet paper sack declare an emergency over something that may not even exist as they believe it does. How and why do I say that? We're going to get into that momentarily. The county officials also declared a proclamation of local emergency, allowing them to access state and federal resources in response to the spread of RSV. Oh, okay. Another emergency piled on top of another emergency on top of another emergency. They're calling this a triple demic of RSV, influenza, and COVID-19. And they're so happy because RSV vaccines, including one that Pfizer's targeting pregnant women for. And we know, once again, if I step aside for the moment from whether the virus is actually real and isolated, and just let's talk about even those who believe in the viral theory of, of disease causation. Okay. This goes beyond not the existence issue, just causation. You go, all right. RSV basically does little to nothing in most people. Maybe a common cold. Have you heard this one before? Stop me. If you heard this, you can't stop me. <laughs> RSV has got cold symptoms. Do you remember the so-called, uh, what was it? The virus causing shrunken head syndrome in South America and Brazil, Zika. Oh my gosh, Zika viruses! Uh, oh, it's it's they're getting out. Maybe this could be the one that could get everybody to get an R, uh, an mRNA shot for Zika. Well, it turns out they what so called discovered it back was it in the 30s, 40s, or 50s. It's been a while since I covered the topic. There's too many numbers in my head right now, so you can, you guys can nail the number for me. I've lectured on it, but basically, it did nothing up until the shrunken head syndrome, microcephaly of Brazil. And of course, they ignored what we pointed out, that there was dumping of larvicides into the water supply in the areas where these microcephaly cases and new, newborns were happening. 
which is a known, what they call a side effect of exposure during pregnancy, particularly uh, to these chemicals, various chemicals in this case, larvicides. But that would mean a multinational corporation would have to take responsibility for poisoning the water hole. Would have to make whole the people who have been harmed, pay them money that they don't want to pay. So the governments of the world cooperate because they are captured by these same makers of these pharmaceutical drugs or pesticides, herbicides, larvicides, etc. And they get themselves absolved of all liability, either officially or unofficially. Officially means that there's actually a law passed or a, an executive order under emergency declaration that says no, you know, no liability for the makers of the da, 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 whatever, like the, the mRNA shots or vaccines. The unofficial liability relief act. It's not an act. It just simply is, Hey, we own the government. We own the regulatory agencies. Let's just get the regulatory agencies to declare it's a virus and not a toxic chemical produced by, I don't know, name, name the company. If it's BASF, you know, Pfizer, whatever you follow me here. So the agencies themselves that are charged with investigating these things and, and, and protecting the public declare that it is a virus and then all other possible causes are eliminated. And if you dare bring them up, you will be denigrated in the media or by government officials, or you will be uh, trolled and banned and deplatformed and on and on because you're not, you're not agreeing with the WHO or the CDC or whatever agencies you want to make it non-governmental or governmental. And so they simply say it's a virus and all investigation is off. And now we got the RSV. Another emergency to usher in what? A continuation of previous emergencies that allowed for the disastrous introduction to the marketplace, however artificial and non-free market it is, to mRNA injections that will not, once again, protect any children from RSV nor stop them from having the symptoms, nor stop them from spreading them, nor stop them from going into the hospitals, but only increase something that is sudden adult death syndrome because they don't want to acknowledge it's a vaccine or mRNA injection-induced uh, genocide experiment on the human population. RSV, which basically does nothing unless you already have some inherent weakness due to other issues, which include what? toxicity, and deficiency. Kids who have already been jabbed with other vaccines and exposed to heavy metals, mercury and aluminum and other things. Kids that are, in, are consuming pesticide-laden foods, genetically engineered ingredients. Kids that are not getting out in the sunlight to produce the adequate vitamin D that they need. Kids that have maybe even been given zinc and vitamin C unbeknownst to the moms and the dads and the doctors they were wiping out what little copper they had in their bodies as well. Deficiencies. And then we go to remedies. Where, oh, where in the emergency, are there any other remedies proffered besides we hope and pray, not that these people pray to anything but Beazelbub, we hope and pray that we can get Pfizer out there and get an approved emergency use authorization for their next RSV injectable, or GSK in this case. And so you have a diagnosis of RSV based on what? The entire premise is based on guess what? 
the same faulty tests that have no valid standard. The same faulty tests that have no valid standard whatsoever, PCR, RT-PCR, and antigen tests that have more false positives than false negatives. And even if you know the difference, good luck. And as I wrap up this opening monologue, because I want to get to uh, Mark Herr from uh, the Center uh, for Self-Governance, and he'll be speaking at the Red Pill Expo. Oh, also, too, uh, second hour of the show, tell your friends if you've entered the contest and you've sent us a picture of you or something with you and the Orange Guard, we're going to be giving away a gallon with a sprayer. Tor McPartland's going to join us from Orange Guard to do that in the second hour. And then a little bit with Ty Bollinger as we launch the Propaganda Exposed Uncensored Editions today so remedy let me go remedy okay let's go let's put aside for a second the rsv nonsense causation claims and just go all right there are respiratory ailments that are very real and manifesting because remember it's not me who says the symptoms don't exist the symptoms are real the cause is distinctly different than the authorities the official stories that they're trying to foster and foist on us which i hope and pray that Pray really not to be easel book to God that you see through that you can see through. You got a respiratory issue, nebulize some sovereign silver. Good Lord. Or argentin, some bioactive silver hydrocell, nebulize it in the lungs. It's on page 101 of unlock the power to heal the book that I co-wrote with Ty Bollinger page 101. There it is. For those of you who are already patron supporters of the Robert Scott Bell show, you get that chapter for free just because you're a patron. If you, if not buy the book, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble online. And it also goes through key homeopathic remedies. You either write them down or play this back later. The key, Bryonia alba, is so important, not only for dry hacking coughs, but also because it's a liver polycrest. The liver and the kidneys are directly connected, if you will, to lung function, especially when the kidneys are harmed. You'll find lung issues. That's why we see remdesivir destroying lung function, directly or indirectly, or both. So you got Bryonia Alba as a homeopathic remedy to start. Follow on with any of these other two or three remedies I'm going to mention right now. I've mentioned them many times, but we have a lot of new listeners. Look up homeopathy. Read about it. Antimonium Tartaricum. Antimonium Tartaricum. Sometimes shortened to ant period, tart period. And then believe me, it's not a tart made of ants. <laughs> Antimonium Tartaricum. That's a homeopathic remedy for lung health. Drosera rotundifolia, Drosera, D as in David, D-R-O-S-E-R-A. Drosera is another great remedy for the lungs. And every child's favorite homeopathic remedy, toasted SpongeBob. <laughs> That's Spongia Tosta. It's a toasted sea sponge converted into homeopathy. You want to get into arguments about whether it works or not, knock yourself out as you're taking an RSV mRNA shot. It's not looking good for you. Come on over to the light side of natural medicine and healing and energy medicine. It's all there for you and non-toxic and safe. Whether you think it works or not, that's a separate issue, but it will not harm you. And one more thing for lung health. Lobelia. Lobelia. Get some Dr. Christopher's Lobelia tincture from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. A vinegar base. It's not alcohol-based. Put a dropper full of that in water for your kids and have them sip on the water all morning, all morning long, every day until the lungs are cleared and you will not have to resort to any emergency methods of intervention that could end up killing them, which is what we've seen enough of during COVID crazy and MRNA injections thus far. So with that, let's, uh, 
bring our first guest on. He's going to be joining me at the Red Pill Expo this weekend, 12th and 13th of November. And I hope you've gotten your tickets. If not, you can uh, use the code RSB to get 10% off your tickets. It streams live. I'd love to see you there at the Salt Palace Convention Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, this weekend. Mark Kerr from the Center for Self-Governance. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Let's see if we can hear Mark. I don't see or hear anything, Supernon. Did I lose you? Are you there? We're trying a phone call. What? I'm here. Oh, there you are. Okay, we had to go make Super Don picture go live. I think that's what the, what the difference was. Mark, thanks for, for calling, hey, and I appreciate it. Hey, Robert, I'm honored. Thank you. Can't we? Did you did did you hang up on him? Where did Mark go? Right here. Okay. We were having some dropouts in audio. We thought we had solved it. This is the first time we're doing officially on purpose, a guest by phone because we couldn't get the uh, computer or phone uh, interface to work. And so I'm praying that we can get you going here. I'm so looking forward to seeing your presentation at the red pill expo and learn more about the center for self-governance, especially as uh, the midterm elections, maybe not the red wave. And even if there was a red wave, would it really change a lot from the centralized bureaucracies we've been sort of surviving under for decades now? Yes. Can you hear me now, Robert? Yes. Go ahead. Hey, like I said, I'm honored to see you. I hope to see you uh, this weekend in Salt Lake, and uh, we'll have a, a fantastic turnout in Salt Lake so we can start uh, uh, going down this pathway towards uh, liberty and freedom uh, in the United States, something that most most of us all cherish deeply. Yes. Mark, as we are one day after the election and we're finding out may not be the massive red wave a lot of people wanted. I don't know what's going to be the end result, but I would say that even if it were that, you're not going to uh, roll back the bureaucracies that have stomped out a lot of freedoms uh, for generations here in America overnight. And so you established at some point the Center for Self-Governance. That sounds a lot better than just voting people out and voting new people in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, self uh, self governance, governing myself first before trying to govern others. What a novel concept! If we want to have to start with ourselves, other than trying to fix everybody else around us uh, to 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 be to be the way we want them to be, instead govern myself first before for governing others. I think it's I think it's a fantastic concept. Now, are you going to speak a little bit about this concept or a lot about it at the Red Pill Expo? What's your focus on the talk coming up? Well, um, so I my talk is called The Hidden Man Who Changed Your World. Uh, it's about this gentleman who did not believe in the United States form of government uh, leading up to the regressive era. Um, he was trained in uh, France and Germany. He uh, became a political science doctor. He ended up counseling four presidents, and he changed our structure of government. He was authorized by these four presidents to uh, con come up with structural changes to the United States. We can see that through our voting system. We can see that through our school boards, and, and we can see that through the DOJ and the FBI being weaponized against parents, labeling them as national security threats and domestic terrorists. Uh, all of those fruits that we're seeing in the 21st century, Robert, are a result of this hidden man who changed our world. I'm going to unveil him uh, this coming weekend in Salt Lake City. At the can, I guess, Expo. can I guess? Can I guess who it might be? Or would that ruin it if I guess right? No, you can guess. I'm, I'm not going to acknowledge your guess. <laughs> right. well, my, my first guess Go for is, it. is a guy with the last name of Hegel. Hey, did you say Hegel? 
That's what I said. Yes. Yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. All right. All right. That's something I'll take that. Mark, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. This, this hidden, this hidden man who changed our world um, uh, introduced the whole concept of bureaucratic control or administrative mm-hmm. law and courts. Yeah. So when you, when you deal with bureaucrats and you get the run around and the spin around, cause you're trying to get things done. Uh, this guy created that process. Yeah. Um, this guy created what are called regional governments, things that most Americans don't even know exist. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this guy is a mastermind when it comes to changing American form of government. Well, and, and, and I, this is my point about the voting of good people in to replace the bad people. They may become bad people. I don't know, but we've seen the pattern emerge, but the fact is most to this point, are not aware of what you're talking about. So they enter into an area where they might even mean, well, I'm going to go in there and make a change. And then they find out they're powerless because the power structure isn't what they thought it was. Yes. I mean, think about it. People have spent so much energy trying to vote for Tom Brady and the New England Patriots or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They completely forgot about how football actually works. They're more interested in the personality than the system. In, In G. Edward Griffin's the chasm, he talks about this organization called the American Historical Association back in the 1920s and 30s. And they they got together and put the best minds. And the, the hidden man who changed our world was a member of the executive committee. And they changed our education system. Uh, they, he, you know, G. Edward in his, his uh, creed of freedom talks about how we put so much energy into the personalities. Uh, we should put our focus into the system if we want to fix the problems. And that's what I encourage the American people to do. Uh, even those who are going to be joining from around the world uh, on the Red Pill Expo, learn self-governance. Because you have more power than you realize. Uh, your words are extremely powerful. Uh, and, and, and that's number one reason why they're canceling, censoring, uh, terminating mm-hmm. people's videos, canceling their accounts. You know, It's because our words, our ideas uh, have power. And there are people who don't want your ideas. They don't want your words to have any power. Um, and I, I, really, I really, our organization believes in the power of your words. Well, if, if you go to centerforselfgovernance.com, uh, it's up there. It's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. You can fix the system, it says, system, systematic political leadership training to empower you and your community. Now, if I were to say, Mark, that the system is so broken, it can't be fixed. We just need to set up a, a parallel system. Well, how would you respond to that? I would say, first of all, the system that has been built behind the scenes to replace the system that they're crashing mm-hmm. is the system they want to replace it with. That system is called marble cake mm-hmm. or marble cake federalism. And it just simply means that all of the governments are mixed together and your pain is going to get worse. Why? Because bureaucrats are going to be they're unelected. They're going to be further away from you. They're going to be making administrative law, administrative decisions, administrative courts that you're going to result in lack of due process. You're going to have to prove your innocence because they're going to assume you're guilty first. I just, I highly recommend that you focus on the system that you have and prevent the system that they are replacing it with uh, from coming into existence. So what I'm hearing is a different uh, perspective or interpretation than even the words that I read, because it, it's sort of like, well, the system is so bad, it's got to break, and then we got to reset it, or a number of ways to describe this. But there is a, a constitutional, let's say, governance, right, that's uh, basically written out. It's pretty, I think, clear relative to a lot of complexities in the uh, 
internal revenue code or even the code of federal regulations that confuses and confounds people that ha- are very learned. Uh, we have a system right. that exists, but then there's a system that's been superimposed over it that isn't, I believe, truly constitutional, except it exists under permanent states of emergency. Yeah, it's like the it's like the continuing resolutions in Congress. They've never. When's the last time you've actually seen them uh, argue and debate over a budget and pass that? It's just constantly repeating the same budget and just amending that rather than actually changing the budget. So what you're talking about in terms of uh, the system superimposed over our system, uh, the, the hidden man who changed our world created that system beginning in the 19, 1902, actually. But he was authorized by a number of presidents between 19, 1902 and 1950s to make these systematic changes to, uh, to superimpose this new form of government over the top of our original American structure. So it's really important. Um, we, we spent so much energy yesterday paying attention to the personalities, but then after the fact, you have people talking about how the system is broken. Well, that, that is a, that's a reactive, that's reactive. Uh, it's really important to learn the system. Um, and, and as G. Edward Griffin counts, counsels everyone in his creed of freedom, focus on the system and less on the personality. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be able to identify uh, this structural, this structured, superimposed structure that the hidden man who changed our world uh, implemented long before I was born, at least. <laughs> yes. So what does this superimposed structure rely upon for its continual existence compared to the system that lies below it that few people recognize anymore or can wreck uh, yeah, well honestly that has been in operation for a long time as you point out the first thing is it requires the citizens to focus on personalities rather than the system like we did yesterday we spent mm-hmm. so much energy trying to get jesus elected that we don't realize that the system has something superimposed on it mm-hmm. to make us demoralized after the fact the second is is that we have we have 20 plus million bureaucrats in the United States that operate school, city, county, state, and federal government uh, uh, cogs in the wheel, if you will. And because of the hidden man who changed our world, he injected in 1937 in the Brownlow Commission, he injected administrative management into the structure of our government mm-hmm. to bypass our legislative authority. That's, num- that's number two. And then, because your question is, what sustains this? Mm-hmm. Number yes. one, the people have to focus on personalities rather than the system. Number two, we need bureaucrats who can circumvent the legislative process with administrative lawmaking. And then number three, we need a judiciary that oversees the administrative state <laughs> apart from the legislature. And with, with these three things in mind, the people f- focusing on personalities, bureaucrats making law apart from the legislature – and number three, the judiciary overseeing the administrative state. Number four, then the final thing is the legislature becomes a puppet state. It basically a rubber stamps for the administrative state and the oversight of the judiciary. Uh, these four things are what are needed to sustain the hidden man's, what I call, um, I'll, just, I'll just say a hidden man's marble cake grooming factory. <laughs> well, what you're pointing out is, is asking a lot of the electorate asking people to go beyond even, even I acknowledge some good people that are running beyond personality that are sincere and yeah. wanting to go in and make corrections. But if they're unaware of what you're describing, they'll go in and be swallowed up 
and as ineffectual as anybody with an R or D next to their name has ever been, even if they're intending That's to exactly. do well and do right. right. So where and who yeah. is educating these folks on that, much less the body politic at large and those who participate in electing people that end up doing nothing except growing government? The, that This is fantastic because the final piece, the fifth piece that sustains this uh, uh, superimposed structure on the American government is the association movement. The association movement, I'll give you an example, the National Governors Association, right? Uh, it's 2019. They have their regular meetings with all the 50 governors, and they give them a pandemic policy plan. They don't, they don't give them, it's not a conspiracy. They give them a plan to handle pandemics. That makes sense, right? You've got all the governors there. Hey, here's a pandemic plan. And then ironically or coincidentally, it's March, 2020. And all of a sudden there's this, you know, supposedly this big, huge pandemic. And so now we need to implement the plan. So all the governors, except for one in South Dakota, they implement their pandemic plans because it's been handed to them. They've been groomed, Robert, to implement these things that are coming from external sources, external influence besides the constituents that live within the state, have this external influence that has connections to the World Economic Forum, for example, 2018. They they agreed to implement the WEF's uh, Fourth Industrial Revolution through the National Governors Association. So if you have an unsuspecting Democrat or Republican governor who's not thinking in terms of the original system or the layer cake system. They're just like, we're in the modern times. The NGA has been around since 1908. Uh, the hidden man who changed our world simply encouraged the associations to groom our elected, appointed, and employed governing to mm -hmm. implement the marble cake system that this uh, hidden man who changed our world created back right. in the early 20th century. Well, and most of the uh, strong personalities that are, let's say, popular amongst the Republican voters uh, have not referenced this at all, not mentioned it at all. And therefore they go in and they shout a good game, talk a good game, and people are excited and enthusiastic. We finally got somewhere to go in there and kick butt and take names. And they do nothing to address this underlying underbelly, this seedy, dark underbelly that has, again, superimposed itself over a constitutionally limited uh, form of government that restricts government, not the people. Uh, and uh, you've nailed it on the head. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm you, 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 a, you've, you've, you've hit it. You've hit it out of the park, Robert. I'm a professional and so are you. No, I, that's I, right. I, you're, you're, no. you're Hank Aaron on this, on this point, because that, that that's a four run home run right there is basically we, we, we pay so much attention to the personality who speaks the language we want to hear, but we don't realize the infrastructure that's behind underneath the hood of the engine mm -hmm. is designed to take your elected official or your employee and, and convert them to a marble cake federalist to the, the hidden man who changed our world basically created a factory to bake marble cake after they're elected after they're employed not before and so the governed people like you and me um you know whether we're democrat or republican we end up dividing from each other over the issues we start fighting one another over the personalities biden versus trump right carrie lake versus katie hobbs we we end up in this kind of a football competition over who's going to be the quarterback but who's really controlling the quarterback yeah. i would really encourage uh, your listeners as well as those who attend the red pill expo this coming weekend in salt lake city uh, to pay attention to the hidden man who changed your world because that infrastructure is under the hood 
behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And most of your elected appointed employees are unsuspecting, unwitting marble cake federalists uh, once they get inside. Yeah, I'm asking, as are you, for the maturation of the body politic, of the people in it, participating, running, voting, et cetera. And it is a tough, I don't know, I don't like to say pill to swallow, but although the red pill is for some. (laughs) Swallow that red pill. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to hear this. Many of you believe you have taken the red pill already. I agree. And this audience is more of a red pill audience on my show. I know that. But there are always other layers of deception. Yes. And you have uncovered one particular area that you know I've talked about and I've had guests on to talk about. You've got a very clear communication style and what you're going to reveal at the Red Pill Expo. Again, I'm encouraging you, if you haven't already bought a ticket, to be there or to watch online. You know We have links at robertscottbell.com. Enter the code RSB to get 10% off as well. I want, it, I want you to be exposed to this information so that you are not deceived or not easily deceived. Because many of us can pat ourselves on the back and say, hey, you know, I've learned a lot. And yet you hear something that Mark says and go, whoa, I, I didn't hear that. Or that's a nuance to what I thought I knew, but it goes a little bit deeper. And, and you know, this is why we must get together. We must bypass yes. the censorship by being in each other's presence to see and look at each other in the eyes as well. And that means we can then take that information we get, we glean from it and study it and bring it home to our well, places where they're not being or yet exposed to this, if they're going to survive to the next level here. Because you know that the roadmap for the destruction of the United States of America, it's been written, it's been revealed, it's not a secret. The World Economic Forum is nope. one of the areas where you can read <laughs> what they're doing. The, the Governor's Association you talked about, all of it's all out there for us to see and read. It's not hidden, it's not even... It's, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah. This is the beauty of the the red pill and the blue pill, right? Yeah. The blue pill is the illusion that we pursue the personality. Uh, the illusion is that we elect somebody and they're going to make the difference. But this is the beauty of the 21st century, Robert. Humankind is very powerful, and there are people who don't believe in unleashing the power of your ideas and your words. Uh, and and people like the hidden man who who changed our world. He just not he just did not believe. That people like us who are on this call and talking with one another, coming to the red pill, that we're just not either not smart enough or we're not selfless enough uh, to, 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 to be able to think through common sense uh, uh, problems and solutions in the 21st century. And, and my organization, Center for Self-Governance, we absolutely believe in the human being. We believe that each of you have power in your words. It's a matter of unleashing your power. And I don't mean chaos and anarchy per se. What I'm saying is unleashing the power of your creativity, your ideas, your innovation, your skill sets. And what it's, it's like an untapped oil reserve, Robert, of human innovation that's just mm-hmm. being locked up by people who don't believe in other human beings' capabilities. And, and our organization absolutely believes in, in the human power of the human word. 100%. Or believing that they can outsource their connection to this creativity and imagination and power to elected officials to correct that which they don't even understand has occurred. Again, this is a you know a highly ignorant and dangerous uh, situation that we're in because I think it's so timely that you're here on the show today, the day after the election in the United States, uh, November, what is it, the 9th today? Yeah, 2022. All right, losing track. (laughs) Yeah, appearing and speaking at the Red Pill Expo, the 12th and 13th of November, Salt Salt Palace Convention Center. 
because this is a, you know, this is another, you know, I say cold water splash in the face. The people that thought, okay, everybody's fed up with Biden and the leftists and the this and the WEF. And we're going to, we're going to vote everyone out. We're going to have a red wave and, you know, find out, well, it's not as red or not as wavy as we thought. And now you're left with that great disappointment and then you're defeated. Your energy is lost. And then you're like, put your hands up. And then they, they go on doing what they were doing before. And you thought, well, we tried. And I think there's great restraint among the American people because we are being systematically uh, eliminated from the life chain with these emergencies. It's not just about uh, yes. political domination. It's about inducing death in the people, as we've seen with mRNA shots under Oof. perpetual states of emergency. I opened today talking about the next mRNA shots about RSV. They're trying to declare emergencies over a respiratory virus that doesn't do anything to anyone unless they're already sick. And even then, I argue against causality. But that's part of the things that I like to communicate, like when I do the Red Pill Expo uh, as well. And I have a lecture on, on uh, well, you don't suffer from a drug deficiency any more than you suffer from an mRNA injection deficiency. So that's coming up. So again, timeliness. <laughs> Mark, you've been working at this for how long? Uh, this is my 13th year. Mm -hmm. Quite yep, Not as long as G. Edward Griffin or most of you guys, but uh, my background, I come from uh, Air Force, some retired mechanic. I used to fix aircraft. Uh, so I got taught in how to troubleshoot systems. Mm -hmm. And my very first taste into politics was asking the question, can anybody tell me what the system is? And at that meeting, nobody could answer the question. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a problem. Uh, we're interacting in a system that we don't understand. Um, and then the issues became the issue and then the partisanship and then the division. And next thing you know, I discovered the hidden man who changed our world and all of his structural changes while he, he simply exploited our human nature to keep us distracted as the governed and mm -hmm. to groom us to be marble cake federalists who adopt his new system of government um, uh, through the association movement. So I'm 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 just I'm, I'm just a regular guy who who learned how to troubleshoot systems through through my job in the military. <laughs> well, I think you're brilliant because uh, seeing through the illusion to the source point, the cause, the causal point is something that is really purposefully hidden from us. And, and when you stumble on it or research your way into it, then you're met with a lot of opposition to describe, you know, what you're witnessing and seeing and saying can't possibly be true because then we would all know it. I mean, all of the, the mind games that have been played on us to, to, to keep us from that red pill event after red pill event, after red pill event. And I don't mean just the red pill expo, but the ability to see through the lies and deceptions that are meant to, at the very least, minimize our power and at the worst, enslave us and kill us, which is, again, we're seeing all of that at play right now. You know, I, I can agree with you more on this notion of um, uh, of it, it's not hard. I, what I've learned from my 13 years of doing this now is it is it is it, it is not hard to craft the meaning of words and convince people that that's what that means, like, um, you know, pandemics and things like that. But we can see this throughout history uh, just with all you, all you have to do is take then you have a Salem witch trials. All you have to do is say they're rats and parasites, and then you've got the gas chambers in Auschwitz. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is say they're treasonous and um, enemies of the state, and you can put them in internment camps and take their property. Uh, all you have to do is call red pillars, extreme white anti-government terrorists, mm -hmm. weaponize the DOJ and the FBI, and keep them in jail for long times, and 
uh, kill people like Ashley Babbitt. And it's, it's anyway, it's a slippery slope. I believe there's a solution and it comes first with understanding the hidden man who changed our world, specifically the structure, uh, superimposed structure that he put over the top of our existing U S constitutional system. Um, and it's a war, it's just a, a game of attrition where he slowly collapses bits and pieces of our original system while replacing it with his. Um, now, it sounds simple, but um, it's understanding ourselves first and learning how to self-govern. Mm-hmm. And I can't stress enough uh, G. Edward Griffin's uh, counsel to people, uh, less, less on the personality, and more attention on the system. Yeah. Well said, uh, Mark here, uh, center for self-governance.com. When you go there, you can sign up, you can learn about more information. There's a, how it works aspect. You can register. It's a step one, register for the class, uh, two, step two, train with leaders from across the country online or in person through step three, build a team of political leaders in your community and fix the system together or have the existing system underneath this, the, the system that subverted it, uh, emerge. And, and, you know, take hold of what our founders laid down to their posterity, if we would keep it, right? That's the concept. Would we be vigilant in defense? Would we be diligent in defense? Or will we find ourselves so far gone that we have to fight for every scrap and morsel of freedom that we thought was ours by virtue of our birth, but our, well, our, uh, our ancestors and all of us um, didn't heed the warnings, and didn't learn from the history that our founders learned from to set the stage for the most amazing place on the planet in terms of a, a limited government that would provide for the maximization of freedom of the individual. And that is a desire I think most of us share, but many of us also don't realize the machinations of how we lost it and what you're trying to describe. Yes. Machinations, how we gained it back. Absolutely. I have 100% confidence in the American uh, not just the American, in the human spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, every human life matters, and the words that we utter, especially in our day-to-day relationships, uh, it, it absolutely has a fruit-bearing kind of uh, uh, characteristic. We can bear fruit of liberty through our words. Uh, mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing everybody at the Red Pill Expo and and, and uh, unveiling the hidden man who changed our world and identifying solutions with actions that we can take in the 21st century to reclaim liberty and freedom. Well, that alone is the worth the price of admission and it's priceless, the kind of things that are going to be presented, including Mark's presentation. And I appreciate you uh, for being here on a very purposeful, auspicious day, the day after the election, so that people are bummed out cannot won't need to be bummed out once they realize the pathway that will actually change things as opposed to the one they participated in and they thought would change things and maybe didn't so much. Uh, so we're not exactly. leaving high we're, we're giving you pathways out of this mess. And Mark, thank you for doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see you this weekend. Likewise, Robert, looking forward to meeting you and, and seeing everybody at the Red Pill Expo this weekend in Salt Lake City. All right, everybody get your tickets now. RSB is the discount code. You'll get 10% off. You can show up in person or Watch online from all over the world, and eventually you'll have access to it in case you miss any of it. Uh, but this is uh, this is a time of, uh, well, people would say great urgency, and then some would say, well, you're, you're just saying that like the people that say this is the most important election in history. Well, every one of them is the most important election. But no, no, this one's really more important. And then you go, okay, well, what happened? Well, there were some Republicans put into office. There were some Democrats put into office. Uh, the sea change you thought would happen maybe is not happening, didn't happen. 
because it isn't about voting ultimately. Even though, yes, I, I, I don't dissuade you from voting. I just would ask you to look a little bit deeper, as Mark did, into the system itself that you're sending folks into, or may you, maybe you're running into. Now, uh, a person like Jonathan Emord, I have to say, knows the story that Mark speaks of. He knows what went wrong, knows how it happened, and would go in there and uh, is not likely to fall prey in naivete or ignorance to the things we've just discussed. That's why I'm encouraging you, if you haven't checked out Emord for VA, Emord for Virginia, Emord, F-O-R-V-A.com, to support him. We'll get an update from him tomorrow on all the exciting good things that are happening, despite things that we might go, oh, I'm bummed out about the election. I don't want you to be bummed out about it. I want you to recognize that all of these things are happening, not to us, but for us. Proverbial red pill. The next pill is, you know, it's not just one time, right? We find out, well, I was red pilled. Now I see through everything. Well, do you? I, I acknowledge that there are areas that I probably can't see through yet. Haven't figured out yet. But if I was a, you know, a, a raving egomaniac, I would say, yep, I took the red pill. I see it all. Nobody can deceive me. I'm like, no, that's a trap. That's a trick. There are people that have done homework in certain areas that I haven't done. And yet I can feel the essence of what they say and see if it resonates, that truth, that authenticity. Um, guy like Mark has it. A lot of people that are coming to the Red Pill Expo haven't. I hope that you'll plan to be there with us. Now, uh, we're going to be giving away uh, the Orange Guard gift at the top of the next hour. Uh, we should have Tor McPartland on. And that was our first foray into doing a live phone call in the midst of our show. Uh, because we tried to get Mark on and the technology didn't work. And we used to not have an option after that. And I didn't want to miss what he was sharing. So we did. Thank you, Super Don. It was a little little buggy at the beginning, but we're we're trying to figure it out. That was good. I, I think he figured it out. Great. I'm yeah. figuring it out. It's, it's just it's so different. It's funny because I was sitting here reflecting, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because every time I make a mistake, it's, I'm not just like, oh, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what did I do? How did I do it? How do I change it? How does it not happen again? Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah. it's funny because now that I've got a board and I'm running mm -hmm. faders again, it's like it's like riding a bicycle, sort of. Yes. Because I did that for years, right? And I'm really digging it, right? Because yeah. I've missed this a lot. Mm -hmm. Having the control, you know, of everything's yeah. going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm also a little rusty yeah. uh, because it's been a very long time, since it's been 2011. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because I'm looking at the board and it's like, I feel like, mm -hmm. and this is because of my training. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm on the radio. Yeah. And it's like, what's going out to people is coming primarily from my board, mm -hmm. but that's not how this works. Mm -hmm. It's coming from restream. Yeah. Not from the board. And so right? I'm like, I've it's got to rewire myself a little yeah. bit here. It's so anyway. Well, yeah. and by the way, this this is courtesy of many of you, a number of you. We have special thank yous we're going to be doing for you guys. But there's my board now. Yep. You can see right there. Uh, and good Lord, look at that. You see the voice in Super Don Talk. You'll see it come up. Check, 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 check. Yeah. And it's just so exciting to have that level of control and quality. In fact, I was um, last night uh, doing some recording for, I mentioned that I'm um, narrating and, and part of a documentary uh, film on, you know, the jabs, the, you know, the politics behind it, much less the, the medicine or the uh, medical side of it and the injuries, et cetera. And there was some pickup stuff that we had to do. And I had the team come over and we actually were able to record through this board and the quality, the studio quality is amazing. So again, thank you. That's so many more things that we can do now. We're just, we're just that tip of the iceberg, 
right? Learning again, the learning curve is happening. So uh, I'm not mad at Super Don at all. Just grateful that he's like, I'm rewiring my brain in real time. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure it out. And as as we uh, as he ended the, you ended the the interview. I really quickly tried to run over real quick and do the back channel thing and see you see what worked, but he hung up. Okay. So so I've got to figure out how I can actually talk to callers mm-hmm. while you're on the air and I can right. talk to them and all that kind of stuff before they go on the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's a way to do it. But yeah, next level stuff we're learning right in real time. So thank you for that. Our next AMA we've scheduled uh, Saturday, the 19th 19th. of November. It will be 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern. That's a Saturday. We haven't done a Saturday in a couple of months. Uh, And we're going to, you know, special, you know, special event, man. You guys have been amazing. I'm so grateful. I mean, honestly, tears come to my eyes. The things that we've experienced just in the last month, just asking for help. And you guys were, oh, my gosh. Just astonishing. So thank you for that. So we're really excited about what we can do together. Uh, and, and you know, there's a lot more. We, you know, I've been on this journey for a long time, as of you, however old you are, you've been on that journey. And the question is, what are we here to do? What are we here to do now that's different than before as we learn things along the way and encounter people that are doing great research in, in areas that we might not have gotten to that depth and go, hey, let's bring them into the mix. That's what I loved it to be able to do with you and have these folks that, for all over the world, the same planet at the same time, uh, to communicate things that are vitally important, but have not gotten out because we know that there are entities and agencies and you know media that doesn't want you to know the stuff that we know. You know, similar to I have some funny comments in the chat room, Super Don. I don't know if you've been, you probably haven't been able to look at the chat room, but I opened talking about that story about RSV, <laughs> and Stephen says if you have RSV, you won't get RSV. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, partly because uh, I don't perceive and believe that this RSV is indeed a communicable entity causing these problems. It may be incidental at best, but again, what? why do I say that? Well, once again, they're using RT-PCR to determine its presence, which has not been validated. It's the same story. This is why I knew, you know, once I realized that, that it was a PCR test coming in for with COVID, it was the same thing. It was like, oh my gosh, they're going to scam us again, like they did with HIV. And so here they are trying to milk that thing for all it's worth to sell you products you don't want. And you're not buying it directly. It's indirectly, but they'll lay the the uh, the debt on you, your kids, your grandkids, as long as you're good little U.S. taxpayers, which is not actually uh, a designation of a human being, but an artificial creation of the state to number you like something less than human. I know it's uncomfortable still when I say it, but there are those that understand and talk about this regularly. And Sherry Peel Jackson was on the show and she's going to be talking at the red pill expo as well. So this is an amazing time. It's an amazing time. And it's exactly as it must be in order for us to do the things that we are here to do. Let's just say there was a massive red wave and now both houses of Congress are controlled by the Republicans and you got Biden and and everybody on the run and AOC didn't get in on and on. It, it it doesn't change the fundamentals of what's really ongoing and wrong. And the moment that the red wave becomes a blue wave, the next cycle, all of that you thought gained is lost because the correction was never made at the point of causation. Similar to the nonsense of chasing a, a respiratory syncytial virus, which is not the cause of the problem at all. If anything, it's incidental. May not even actually be there based on PCR. But the reality is why question is why are these kids suffering with respiratory symptoms? 
I, I mentioned some remedies, but the very fact that their little livers and kidneys are not functioning fully is enough to create respiratory distress. But if you, if you know only modern medicine, if you've gone through a Flexner Report medical school, you will just brush off somebody talking about concepts of medicine that are thousands of years old that say, hey, you know what? The kidney chi related to the, uh, the uh, lung chi. And you're like, chi, chi whiz, that's silly. <laughs> recognizing the energy centers of the body and how they manifest physically and the relationships between, I mean, we used to have a song as kids, the hip bone connected to the leg bone, you know, that it's like, all right, that's a cause and effect causal pathway. You can go. Yeah. But when you talk about the lung function connected to the kidney function, connected to the liver function, connected to the digestive function. Oh no, we can't have that because that means none of those symptoms are evidence of a deficiency of any drug or shot. Again, that's where I'm going with my talk at the Red Pill Expo in addition to my MC responsibilities. MCRSB, back again at the Red Pill Expo. Good news out of Canada, amongst a lot of not-so-good news. Fewer than 7% of Canadian kids, five and younger, have gotten the COVID-19 jab. And only 1% of children in that age group have gotten both doses. So despite Canadian obedience to tyranny, at least the parents have some sense about them to say, mm -mm, not going to give my kids that jab or those jabs. <sighs> this is coming from the Public Health Agency of Canada. 6.5% of the kids under five have received one dose. Only 1% have received two. God bless the parents of Canadian kids. Please protect them from these jabs. Even if you haven't protected yourself from them, because a lot more people have gotten the jabs as adults. 86.9% of Canadians, according to this, five and older have received one dose, while 84% have received two doses. That does not bode well for the future of healthy Canadians. I'm just saying, how is it possible that we would turn our children over to a medical police state? And I think that's where the line is being drawn and where you would think a lot of the Democrats would have thrown Kathy Hochul out on her aspirin but they apparently they didn't in New York. They voted for her. And yeah, I'm not saying, I don't know. Is there deception in the voting rolls and polls? Possibly. Arizona? Possibly. Maybe likely even. But at the same time, if indeed we held those in government and bound them down with the change of the Constitution that seems to be no longer in effect, as we kind of hinted at earlier, uh, then it wouldn't matter so much if Hochul was in it governor because she couldn't do anything, much less Biden as president. She couldn't do anything that would <clears throat> significantly negative effect, negatively affect our lives, our liberty, our freedom. All right, Super D, we're almost at the top of the hour here. Links are up in the show notes, as always, robertscatbell.com. And uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway in hour two, finally. So and are we going to do that right at, right at the top of the hour? Unless you have a better idea. I, that's fine. I just... Yeah. I got to oh. get I got to get our second guest on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Can you do it during the break at the top of the hour? I'm going to attempt to. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, let's give it a go. Yeah. Here we go. All right, y'all. Thanks for being here. Share the show. Please share the show. We, we don't have algorithms in support of us. The algorithms work against us. The artificial intelligence works against. Us. We know that. I'm not fighting it. I'm just asking you to help us to reach more folks. And I know many of you already do share the show. If you're at the chat room, we'll look at your comments, bring them out. And if you've entered into that giveaway for Orange Guard, Tor McPartland is planning to join us to give away a whole gallon with a sprayer. For those of you who entered, sent those pictures, and we'll show them as well at the uh, after the education break at the top of the hour because of the power to heal 
is yours. Scott Bell Show. All right, second hour commences. We got Ty Bollinger scheduled to join us. The uh, uh, Propaganda Exposed, Uncensored, Expanded Edition is happening right now. Uh, We'll talk about that as well. But uh, first and foremost, I've been teasing this for quite a while. And that is, you know, we want to give you stuff. Not only that you buy stuff and support us and support the sponsors, which is awesome. But sometimes we get to give back. And sometimes the sponsors, and often they are very generous in trying to support us to do this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty and support you and your experience. And so many of you have sent in pictures of Orange Guard that you got either at the Ace Hardware, the Whole Foods, some now getting it on Amazon apparently, and uh, or directly. And you're giving us feedback, which I knew it would be great because I've used it. I know what delimiting is. And then Tor McPartland has been a friend for many, many years. We go way back, way back. And I'm so glad to have him on today. And uh, Super Don, you got him on the phone, I think, as we get get him on the West Coast, he is, uh, to join us, uh, to help us say thank you to all of you that bought Orange Guard. And we're going to do a giveaway this hour. Uh, Tor, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you. Hey, it's great. Great to hear you. And I'm so grateful that we have also wonderful listeners that help support us to get these new boards to have you available by phone, which is what we've done in the past, pre-recording some things for a Sunday radio syndicated show as well. And uh, you have been at this for a long time, and your passion for the environment is made even more real and more profound by your commitment to do a product like Delimonene, which I call God's natural pesticide. It's used in, in citrus peel and orange peel. And, and bring it in a quality product that is so clean and safe that it's OMRI listed for organic agriculture. You're not going to harm your kids or your pets. And people are just loving it, Tor. And I'm so grateful that we've been able to reintroduce that to the Robert Scott Bell Show audience. And I really thank you a lot because you're doing an absolutely fabulous job. Thank you. I now, really Don, I, I don't know if he emailed you the collage of some of the folks that sent in the pictures of, uh, of, uh, you know, no, I haven't seen. it's in your yeah. inbox. Actually, I sent it to you. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe an hour ago. Okay. So, oh, okay. I'll look, check out your email inbox and you'll see these smiling faces, happy faces, happy kids, happy <laughs> pets, uh, that have orange garden. They're using them. And I'm, we've just superimposed it over the image. So those of you watching uh, are seeing all the people that have sent these things in. And we promised that we were going to do a giveaway and I called tour and, and I said, Tor, I mean, I'm happy to buy it and give it away myself just because I'm so grateful for all these folks. But he said, no, 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 no problem. I got this covered. And what we're going to give away today, thanks to Tor at Orange Guard, is a gallon jug of this stuff with a sprayer. And, um, you know, we've got all the entries and we're going to do the magic spinning wheel. That's not magic. It's just technology. Randomly picks one of the the entrants uh, to be the winner today. And Tor is going to send that to you directly. <laughs> So it's going to be these the photos. Aren't they great? <laughs> they really are great. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you everybody. Yeah. This is the, this is the kind of spirit I see in you and I see in all of those that have started using this. They just smile because it's awesome to have the ability to take care of some of the pesky things we don't want without harming our environment, our kids, our pets, etc. So you see the genuine joy I see on their faces. 
Well, you know, when you dilute it out six to one and put it on plants, mm-hmm. it turns out that delaminine is what the plants make to keep mm-hmm. the ants away, but also to attract the pollinators and ladybugs to protect them. So it's a, you're just amplifying their signal. And so you make your plants so happy, they give you more stuff. Nice. So, <laughs> and you actually are, are, are re restoring your environment. It's, mm-hmm. it's really magical. Yeah. And you described a six to one dilution as well. So whatever people are paying, it goes a lot further than you think, in other words, and you have a spray bottle. Yeah, if you're putting it on plants. Yeah. It goes really far. Yeah. And I have a spray bottle as well, but you also have a, a gallon jug that you also have a spray dispenser that you're going to include, but you were talking to me off the air about this, that if you have that gallon jug or when you get this, whoever wins this, you don't want to keep that spray dispenser into it. Now, I'm not talking about the spray that you can get. That's already that, but the gallon with the external. Right, right. This is the, the gallon sprayer that has a hose attachment. Mm-hmm. If right. you leave that in the gallon when you're not using it and you leave it open and put it below the gallon, it will turn into a siphon. It'll start, start emptying yeah. your gallon. Yeah, so you want but, to store But that. also, it doesn't, it doesn't properly seal the bottle. So just use the sprayer and then take it out and put the cap back on and then put okay. the sprayer back in when you need it and okay. hold the sprayer down below the gallon, pump it a couple of times, and it'll restart spraying. Okay. Super Don, can you put that collage back up of everybody that's sending pictures real quick before we do mm-hmm. the toy uh, here? I don't know if that aired. Thank you. So look at that again. I'm seeing, and even there's a turtle, a giant tortoise that is carrying the orange guard. There's a dog in one of the pictures and uh, kids. And uh, it, it's just a beautiful, the gardens, the flowers. And even one heard me do this on the air and did it, or at least pretended to do it himself. I sprayed some in my mouth and drank it on the air to show people how safe it was. Now it didn't taste great. <laughs> but it's not meant to be used the way I did. I just wanted to show people how, comfortable I am with what this product is and how safe it is. And that's why I did that. So thank you all for, for having fun with these pictures that you sent us. I, I wish everybody could win one, but more importantly, um, you guys got it, you're using it and it's helping others to realize that there are ways to manage pests without harming themselves, the others or their environment. So Tor, are you ready? We're going to, uh, about to spin the wheel. Everybody's yeah, in. For, for, Go ahead. I, I'm rooting for the tortoise. You like the tortoise? You want the tortoise to win. Okay. I, that's awesome. Yeah, I do. So let's find out. Superdon's going to spin this wheel. You can visually see it. I don't think you'll be able to hear it, but there it goes. The wheel is spinning. Everybody has been entered in and they've been assigned a number, each one. So we're not, you know, we don't, we're, we don't play favorites here. We love everybody doing that. And it's number six. So Superdon's going to look in on the list and see who was corresponding to number six will be the winner of the gallon. Thanks to Orange Guard and Tor McPartland. Uh, supporting us and supporting you to do the right thing here. So who is it? Number six goes to Meredith Gabriel. Meredith Gabriel. So it goes across the top. Yeah. She'd be the upper right-hand corner one. Meredith Gabriel is going to be, well, actually, you know what? That the number that you're seeing in the collage is not the, it does not correspond with the numbers on the wheel. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah, no, this is uh, this, 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 I believe this is Mariel's, uh, daughter or granddaughter? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's two people with glasses of orange guard. They look like they're going to drink it. That would be Pat and Doug. Yeah, that would be Pat and Doug. Uh, yeah. They're loyal <laughs> listeners to the show. I'm looking uh, at the picture that you have up on screen right now. It looks like a young girl with a, a white and blue hat or a blue hat that's in the sun, and she's standing, standing in front, in of, front of a bunch bed, of raised beds. Raised yeah. bed gardens. So yep. if you see that one, tour, that's who won. All oh, right. And we're going to get um, their address and information if we don't already have it. 
uh, and we'll get it to you. And email it over to me and I will ship it out. Yeah. And, and look, it's so awesome folks that we have the opportunity to, to work with people like Tor that are doing great things for the environment, not just speaking of it, not just, you know, deceiving you, but actually something that works. And everybody that's gotten this loves it and is sending us nice messages. So Tor, once again, thank you for all that you're doing. And thanks for participating today in this giveaway and, and uh, being willing to do that. I know that the winter season is the slow season in the Northern hemisphere for orange guard. So uh, I just want to make sure <laughs> that everybody look, you still have ants and roaches inside the houses in the winter. So you have a safe way of managing that as well. So don't think it's only for spring and summer and fall. So if you spray it on a surface indoors, imagine that you're spraying a strong cleaner and then wipe it up and it's going to clean things. You didn't even know were dirty. That's true. It's a, and it's then an amazing leave it in the cracks and crevices. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You, Beautiful tour. So uh, what we'll do is as soon as we get the confirmation on the address, we'll have that sent to you and and you can send it out. But thanks, man. It was so much. It is so much fun to do good things with good people and great products. So just glad we could do a little bit of a give back. I so appreciate all that you've done, Robert, and I can't wait for next spring. Yay. We'll crank it up again. Tor McPartland. OrangeGuard.com. Y'all get it if you haven't already through various means, whether it be Ace Hardware, whether it be Whole Foods, whether it be Amazon or direct at OrangeGuard.com. Tor, thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Robert. Okay. All right. That was genuinely fun. Honestly, I just love to be able to do that. And, you know, we've we've done some giveaways over time for various products, the companies that put out the good things that we love here. And it's just, an, it's a fun thing that we can give back to you as well, beyond the information or the things that you get from the Robert Scott Bell Show. So again, Tor is amazing, nice man, and I've known him for many, many years. So thank you, Tor, for doing that. And thank you all for sending in those pictures. I wish everybody could win, but I hope you feel like you're a winner just by being part of the Robert Scott Bell Show, at least a little bit, maybe a little bit of laughter from time to time. We do get silly whenever we can, even though there are serious topics every day as well. Uh, it's uh, It's a mix of all of that. Uh, later this hour, we're going to have Ty Bollinger on and we'll talk about the uh, release of propaganda exposed uncensored edition. Not that the previous edition was censored, but it's going to be amazing. If you haven't already signed up, there is also a banner at the show notes and and every day at robertscottbell.com. As long as that thing's running, thank you all for being part of the newsletter and super Don, you actually sent out uh, a newsletter you may not be prepared, but you can always just verbally tell me what was the uh, uh, question, uh, you know, poll question of the day in the newsletter. Uh, it was, do you think Donald Trump should run for president in 2024? Right. Oh, okay. So that's probably on a lot of people's minds after what we've just went through. Yeah. Well, we'll have, we'll, we'll show the, uh, the results uh, at the end of the hour, but let me just say, I don't know about you, but I, I actually did stay. <clears throat> I did watch uh, the results as they came in last night, at least what there was, mm-hmm. um, and kind of caught up on it this morning. And it was interesting to see the reaction a lot of people were having because mm-hmm. there, there were the, the going theory was that uh, there was just going to be this huge red wave and it was just going to be, you know, uh, we're, we're just going to take, you know, 35 seats in the, in the mm-hmm. Senate and, and, you know, et cetera. And, and uh, it didn't turn out that way. Some people are kind of like scratching their heads going, what? And there's some people are going, oh, it was rigged. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't haven't seen really a whole lot of evidence thus far or heard a lot that, that would show that there was some massive, um, uh, Arizona's problems. suspicious though. I have to say the breakdown on the one. Maybe. Day, yeah. 
But like I said, I mean, you're not seeing anything on the level of what you saw in 2016. Because mm. there were a lot of people watching this time because of what happened. Right. Or, or not, not 2016, but 2020. 2020, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I think it's interesting. Because if you looked at a lot of the races around the country, just the smaller mm. races that were happening where the results were coming in. Yeah. More often than not, you had races that were really, really close. Did you? I don't know if you, you actually you didn't watch it, did you? I tried yeah, not to. I, I, you know, yeah, look, yeah, fuddy duddy. I, I didn't want an upset stomach. I'm just so disgusted by the. It wasn't whole that parade. bad. It wasn't that bad. But a lot of the races, I would mm-hmm. say that the majority, at least the ones that I saw, were, were pretty close, were like really super close. And so I was mm-hmm. looking at that. I was going, you know, this is a good indicator of how really divided and split this country still is. Mm-hmm. Um, left and right, you know, uh, yeah. because so many of them were within one or two points of each other. And so I got mm-hmm. to thinking about it. I'm like, first, I personally am in the, in the camp of saying that Donald Trump should not run in 2024. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a mistake because I think he would end up running and he would, he would end up, uh, you know, pulling, the, uh, pulling a Ross Perot yeah. and getting Clinton le- elected type situation because right. the, the Republican party is so split mm-hmm. that, uh, that I think it would take votes away for the people that are looking at it as Republican mm-hmm. versus Democrat. It would open yeah. the door for the Democrat to get, repu- uh, you know, elected. Mm-hmm. But the, the bigger, in the bigger picture for yeah. me, I'm looking at this and I'm going, you know what? I think this is an indicator of the fact that people are kind of sick of both parties right now. Sure. Really. Yeah. It wasn't so, like a mass. I wa- I love Republicans. It was more like, I don't really like the Dem, but people are a bit confused as well about what's happening. I think yeah. and not, not as much here. I think we get, we can go to a deeper level, but I, you know what I think uh, uh, and I'm a selfish personal level. If the Senate doesn't flip at all, it's going to, I think guarantee, should we raise the money that I think will be raised for Jonathan Emore to run Jonathan the United Emore. States or the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine two years from now. Yeah, it'll be a much stronger situation for him mm-hmm. to get elected than if it was a Republican-controlled Senate. Then it would just be just be joining the gang right. versus trying to beat the other yeah. side. So I think and, I think you're right. Two more years of Senate control by Democrats, if that's the case, is going to be yeah. as yeah. disastrous as you can imagine. Not that the Republicans would fully change everything, but that's part of why we had, uh, you know, uh, Mark on the first hour too, talking about that—the system that's overlaying the system. No, and you know, this first story that you've got coming from the Truth About Cancer um, from Ty and Charlene, the war on domestic terror exposed. I don't know if you were able to read through this, but I mean, it's it's but ugly. You know, the fact that our government—if you think it's our government—through the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. He's basically looking at all of you, all of us, as enemies of the state simply because we don't believe the official stories. That's a crime now. Now, remember, they tried to put together, um, I, I guess it was a commission, a board, remember? Department of, uh, this like a disinformation board. The and Ministry we, of Truth, yes. Yeah, it was a Ministry of Truth. And that got like, oh, well, that we, we, we didn't really want, mean to do. And so they pr- pretend to disband it. But do you think that meant that they weren't going to do what they were going to do with or without that board? The board was just window dressing. And so, no, of course not. What we're seeing now is that they're still engaged in targeting Americans everywhere who don't believe official stories that the government throws out or their handlers throw out or their owners throw out. And they're going after misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation, and they call it MDM. 
Adna, and it's what? The date rate drug? Is it MDMA? Right? Is that interesting? MDM? And the association is like, or the agency is basically, you know, raping freedom from Americans simply because they have a view that's different. Now, the sub-agency of DHS, CISA, CISA, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, has been targeting this MDM. And uh, this report that came out, leaked and unsealed internal documents, gives us a view of what they're indeed doing, that there is collaboration between FBI, CISA officials, and executives from J.P. Morgan Chase and Twitter. Yeah, the feds and corporate leaders discussing how to approach state-sponsored disinformation campaigns on major platforms. State-sponsored. See, the argument is that, oh, yeah, it's Russia. It's Putin. But the reality is individuals who have views that don't fit in line with whatever, the who controls government. Biden's a puppet. We know that. You know, if you were to get an establishment Republican in there, not that I think that'll happen, but if you were to get an establishment Republican in there like uh, Pence, for instance, Pence would not roll back any of this. And I'm not saying he's going to win or he's going to run. I don't know. But that's the majority of what we call the establishment Republicans. They're as bad as the establishment Democrats. Why are you? Talking? I love the I love the, the 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 first sentence of the next paragraph here. Yeah. In the March meeting, this person, an FBI official, warned yeah. that the threat of subversive information on social media mm-hmm. could undermine support for the U.S. government. What is sub? What exactly is subversive information? What does that What does that mean? When, when somebody's said to you, please tell me, Robert, what What do you think the definition of subversive information is? Pretty much anything the founding fathers warned us about that government would do. If you indeed study the founding fathers, the framers of the Constitution as well, and you realize that they were very well and learned men uh, about history and history of government and governance. Pretty much anything that they say, or Thomas Jefferson in particular, right? You want to throw one out there. But even you can find, uh, you know, various others that, you know, maybe not have d- agreed completely with Jefferson, still had very what we call anti-government rhetoric coming from their writings and speeches. Today, they would be considered domestic terrorists. The Declaration of Independence would be considered a document of terrorism against the government. Think about that. So what we have now is a government that has come out of the closet and says the enemy of the government is not Putin and Russia, as they pretend it is, state-sponsored, whatever. It's the individual who is learning, hearing, listening, and talking and teaching about history and how it manifests in a contemporary government that has gone so on an anti-constitutional, it's hard to say uh, that they're in the same room or universe. This is, again, part of the overlay that we talked about as well. So right now, anybody who has questions about the legitimacy of any government agency or action is considered by uh, Department of Homeland Security and various agencies, sub-agencies or associated agencies as enemies of the state. And therefore, they no longer have, quote unquote, rights to freedom of speech, right? Because it's an emergency. If it can be labeled an emergency, now you can guess what? Suspend the Constitution? It's not interesting. And I've said this so many times, for those of you who are new, find the clause in the Ten Commandments, for those of you who have a um, deeply held religious belief, 
in, 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 you know, thousands of years of history leading up to Judeo-Christianity and that kind of thing. And you go, 10 commandments. Oh yeah, I remember them. Um, but I forgot about the little asterisk at the bottom that said, God said, that told Moses that if there's an emergency, break the tablets, ignore everything that I've just written and do whatever you want. <laughs> that You'd be going, no, that's silly. That's absurd. That's stupid. Any more than there is a emergency clause within the Constitution that says, in case of emergency, discard all of the limiting enumerated powers that are actually limitations on actions and activity and powers of government and just do whatever you want because it's an emergency. There's not an escape clause there. So you have to believe now that either they rewrote and amended the Constitution without getting it ratified, because I don't re recall any clause like that, or they just don't even acknowledge the existence and the limiting factors that are featured in that Constitution. They're operating as if it doesn't, it's not in effect, in other words. And I argue, again, because of the states of emergency that are compiling on states of emergency, we can go back to the Civil War, so-called uh, Civil War, but most in the 20th century can point to 1933 and the declared bankruptcy. You know, when uh, FDR said, turn in your gold, suddenly the Constitution didn't matter. Describe what gold and silver, you know, as, as legal tender, what they were. What does a dollar represent? You, 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 <laughs> there's some monetary discussion, believe me, at the Red Pill Expo. G. Edward Griffin, a creature from Jekyll Island. Who hasn't read that yet? Come on. Join us there. Red Pill Expo, Red Pill University. We have it linked up. Use the code RSB so you can get a 10% discount. And I'll be pouring shots of silver and copper there. Uh, a Cardia Miracle will be there. You'll have lots of opportunity to meet really good people, try out new products and things for your health, for your mind, all of that good stuff. So uh, Super D, again, overt, not covert. It's right out there in everybody's face to see this, what the government This would be doing. a good conversation to have with uh, with with Jonathan Emort as well because you know I'm For looking sure. at this and I'm yeah. going subversive information. Mm -hmm. what, let me get to find this one more time. What do they say? Yeah. The threat of subversive information on social media mm -hmm. that could undermine support for the U.S. government. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, isn't that something? So what does that mean? So if I go on social media. Mm -hmm. And if I go, you know what? Biden sucks. Yeah. I ha have I now uh, put subversive information on social media that could undermine the support of the U.S. government? And what yeah. is it they're supposed to do about that? Isn't there something in the First Amendment about petitioning um, you know, the government for the, you know, the, I forget how it goes, the redress of your grievances? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what does that mean? Does it, do it is it only okay because you know the whole the whole purpose behind you know the meaning behind that is that you mm -hmm. are allowed to to complain mm -hmm. uh, without being worried about them you know going after you or punishing you or something like that right yeah. so do, is it is that restricted to just like a form that you fill out and you send to the government or yeah. can you do it vocally yeah right, can you can, can you complain can you, publicly can you stand um, outside the White House and say hey there's a problem here. Right. The right to assemble. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like to me, there's a constitutional issue here with what it is that they're that they're they're trying to do, at least in, in what I'm reading here. But remember, where, where do I come? Where do I conclude? Where do I go to with this? I say, well, if they are able to curtail freedom of speech and there's no clause in the Constitution that would provide for that curtailing of freedom of speech, that either means they don't know what the constitution is or it's no longer in effect. And I would say maybe both, but 
on a nefarious level, they know what it is. They know the limitations, but they no longer uh, think it has any meaning or effect because the people have abandoned it too. You know, we said, hey, we just pull a lever, we vote, and then we go back to doing whatever, and we participate. We fund. We energetically support, even if we're angry with it, by our very participation. Uh, the enslavement of the people of America, that includes each, each of us when we do this. And the question is, what is our requirement? What is our moral, ethical, even constitutional requirement to support a government that has declared war on us? That has said, you, you no longer have the right to speak your mind. And if you do, we will put you under surveillance and who knows what else, right? And we've seen that around the world, thanks to uh, WEF, World Bank IMF, uh, you know, predict, not predictions, but this is their playbook. To say, hey, you know, if we can just digitize the idea of all people on planet Earth, you know, Gates says it so we can vaccinate and track vaccination. But the reality is to digitize IDs means to digitize access to what they call money. That money is no longer gold and silver or anything of, of tangible value that you can barter or exchange, but digits in a computer with artificial intelligence tied to it that taps into your social media and social credit scores like China. It says, oh, well, we don't like your views, what you said. We heard, you know, we overheard, you know, when you're at your neighbors, you complained about something and uh, therefore we've locked you out of your account for, you know, X number of days, or we've limited your ability to spend money outside of a one mile radius from your home, wherever you live. Your car won't start either, by the way, you're going to have to walk. Well, maybe, maybe we'll, yeah. You follow where this goes. So the question is under what obligation or what obligation do you feel that you should support a system that is designed and overtly is now suppressing your freedom at every level it can, everywhere it can under the guise of protecting you, under the guise of an emergency without end. How long will you comply? When will you begin to nullify? When do you, will you begin to live the courage of your convictions if you claim to have any in, in regards to freedom and an acknowledgement that you are a divine spark of creation of God with rights inalienable, some would say unalienable, and I remember my dearly departed friend, Michael Badnarik, you know, we talk about they set up free speech zones outside of the, you know, election areas or places where these politicians would speak, say, vote for me. And they would say, no, 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 you can't speak here, but they put you in a fenced area off to the side. And as Michael Badnarik says, wherever I'm standing is a free speech zone. One thing to say it, it's another thing to mean it and live it. How many of you have the courage of your convictions? And that's a question I ask with great sincerity, not as an accusation, but as a recognition that if you want a, a, a country that is rooted still in freedom and defends freedom, liberty for your kids and grandkids, now is not the time to remain silent because you're afraid the DHS is targeting you and surveilling you because of your views or opinions or beliefs. But it's also a maturation that I ask for to recognize that voting is not changing much. This is not me telling you not to vote or to vote. That's you and your conscience. But look at the evidence and say, we've got to do something different, don't we? And the people at the Red Pill Expo know that, and they go into that history. David Martin's lecture is going to be fantastic. You want to see that. And so I hope that you'll get tickets to the Red Pill Expo. RSB is the discount code to get 10% off ticket prices. So we got that coming up. Uh, let's see. Once again, I want to say thanks and shout out to my friends at Trinity School of Natural Health. Those of you went to the Health Freedom Expo, it was awesome, but you missed a lot because you just can't go to everything. The virtual expo is going to be happening in February. 
of 2023, where you'll have access to all of the lectures, every one of them at your convenience and leisure for, uh, I think, they can give you six months access. It's great. Also, uh, there'll be some new um, panel discussions kind of thing on health freedom. We do updates like that, and that'll be new as well. So I hope you plan to be part of that as well. TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com. Also, TrinitySchool.org. And remember, body, mind, spirit stuff, the things I'm talking about in my lecture, you don't have a drug deficiency disease. These are the things you'll learn at Trinity School. Whether you're a doctor or a nurse or a, a, a mom who stays at home taking care of the kids, you can go through the Trinity coursework and come out and be able to help yourself, your family, and others, and even earn a living doing it. We've, we've interviewed many people over the years here. It's not just a, oh, let me just take this course and get a certificate. You can actually do things with it. And we desperately need you to do things with it because there are not enough real, I call them healers. I'm not getting into the legal uh, maneuvers and definitions right now as I say that, but I believe that God put you on this earth to be a healer. And even if you're not a doctor or a homeopath or a naturopath or chiropractor, I'm expanding the term healing or healer to be what? Someone who connects you to the source of all healing or reminds you of your connection or relationship to the source of all healing and just says, here, check this out. This is what I've done. This is what, And then empowers you with that. And that's a body, mind, spirit scenario, not just a body that is deficient in FDA-approved pharmaceutical drugs. All right, Super Don, what else we got uh, today on the show? Uh, we got Ty Bollinger coming up soon, soon, I think, I hope. I think he's planning to be there. But no, I think it's the last last bit of the he'll, show. Yeah, he'll, he'll be calling in in about 15 minutes or so. Okay. Cool. Is he, is he, he's going to connect regular style, right? Yeah. Regular style. Mm -hmm. Dude, good job. You were able to talk to Tor behind the scenes at the top of the hour. I didn't Yeah, proof of concept now at, um, here. Oops. My bad. There you go. We were hitting the same. How many times are we going to do that? Um, yeah, yeah, it worked. We had two callers on and I was able to talk to Tor behind the scenes while the show was going and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it works. Yeah. We have, we have cracked the code here. Nice. Um, and I, did I say this on the air earlier? What? Um, that I'm 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 gonna try and figure out. I think it was off the air. Oh, try and figure out how I can maybe bring in like Zoom calls or or Skype calls and stuff like that as well. You mean so so? Let's say somebody has a trouble with the platform, but they always do well on Skype or Zoom. They can use that, and we can interface with. Perhaps, them. yeah. I got to try and figure out if there's a way that I can do that. But dude, uh, man, we can buy. I can bring the audio in, sure. no matter what. So yeah. Um, you know how to bring the video in that could be the video part. might be a bit of more of a challenge but i'm gonna see if i can figure it out wow so anywho all right so here's a question for you yeah when it comes to talking about uh autism which is not yeah. something we shy away from on this show right there's i said this caught my attention earlier today mm-hmm. uh apparently they're talking about uh making a diet i guess what would you say uh, they want to have an autism diagnosis called profound autism. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's some people that have a problem with this. Really? Why? Apparently. Now, what the thing is, is like, you know, my, I, my grandkids mm-hmm. to my, my grandsons have, they're, they're, they have autism. They're on the spectrum. <clears throat> and it's been a learning experience for me <clears throat> because you know, I, I knew people that had kids that had autism, but I, I was right. not really familiar with it. Well, and you remember we were at Autism One years ago together, and we saw yeah. a witness 
that oh, yeah. we were yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's way different. It's way different when you actually are, are you know, have a, a you know, a intimate mm-hmm. relationship, you know, with yeah. within the family. Within the family. So anyway, you know, there are different I've I've learned that there are different levels of autism. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have very, you know, mild autism, it's severe. You, I mean, pick your word, whatever you want to call it. Well, that's why I they think, call it a spectrum, right? It's not one size yeah. fits all, right? So profound. Yeah. To me, I, that does not seem like a bad word. Profound autism. But I mean, some I people think it would be an equivalent of severe is what they're One of my to grandsons, I think, would fall into that category. Uh, wow. and, and according to the Lancet Commission, they estimate that around 20% of autistic people meet the criteria for what would be called profound autism. Mm-hmm. But there are people that are saying that that term is not an appropriate way to highlight the high support needs of a subgroup of autistic people. And they say that the term may be a step backwards for community understanding and acceptance. Do they want the term severe? Is that would be better? Is that I don't. I mean, is this a, is this a, like a PC thing? That's well, what yeah, it comes across sure as. On here. Now, remember the term autism. Uh, it, it's you know, it's just a it's a label to try and explain primarily, not exclusively, but primarily vaccine injury. Because the vast majority of kids with autism in the Western world were developing normally and then went to a well baby visit at certain point in their, in their development and began to stop progressing and develop and then regressed and lost language skills, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So what we would say, if we were true truth in labeling, we would call most autism vaccine injury. But of course that is not PC, right? That's not something we want to say because then people would stop getting quote unquote vaccines which I would argue would make immediately a health benefit across the spectrum, speaking of the word spectrum. Uh, Yet uh, this spectrum of severe to mild and everything in between, whether you call it profound or not, it tells you what you should know that it's not one thing and it manifests differently in each child or adult as they, you know, if they graduate up to that age and they're able to survive it. Um, You know, we've covered disasters. Remember the movie um, Dr. Wakefield put out, uh, who killed Alex Sportalakis? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I it do. was a brutal tale of, uh, you know, um, was it a mom and an aunt or somebody ending up killing the child as an adult or a late teen? They couldn't handle her, him um, at the point. And they killed themselves too. They couldn't. I mean, it was just such a tragedy. These kids that are profound or severe or extreme, whatever they un- end up deciding to call it, need 24-7 care, basically. They never graduate into adulthood for, for the ability to care for themselves. Very often, they can't even utilize a toilet. Can you imagine changing the diaper of an adult grown man? And, and this has happened in some cases, and it's untenable. And it's criminal because it's, it's induced by, guess what? The same entities, agencies, that are considered the third leading cause of death. If they don't kill you outright, they could drive a child into this spectrum, if you, if you will. How brutal and well, ugly is that? Yeah. It's an interesting debate, and I thought I, I thought it'd be interesting to bring it. Maybe get because there are people, less you know, uh, uh, people that watch this and, and listen to the show that have uh, children or, or family members that have autism. But is the term "profound autism" something that you would find troubling? Some of the uh, the the points that have been made here is that using the term profound autism uh, 
is should be replaced with something more uh, along the lines of a brief description, such as autistic person with intellectual disability. And I, I read that and I'm just like, come on guys. Really? I mean, is that, you know, do we really need to go there? Are we, are we really going to turn this into a political correctness thing? Yeah. And the other th criticism that's been out there is that they say that after the significant gains mm -hmm. of the past few decades and recognizing the broad spectrum of autistic mm -hmm. people, that dividing autistic people into two groups, yeah. which I guess they're saying there would be profound and there would be, the, I, you know, that using, uh, you know, this would be like a, a step backwards. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, profound autism does not seem that bad. But then again, I'm kind of, you know, a, a Gen Xer who doesn't care about sure. stuff like that. Right. right. But, you know, I guess if you're talking about specificity, that even in profound autism, it's different from one child to the next or one. Yeah. So maybe and the so, autism label is the problem. Yeah, I think so. But they always right? like to label it. Some people are criticizing, you know, they're, they're bringing up the point that, that, you know, how can you have just an autism label that encompasses so many different people mm -hmm. and then go, well, now let's throw in profound autism and let's just expand it even more. You know, maybe they need to start looking at the situation as more of an individualized thing um, and not just saying autism and have that mean 15, 20 different things. I don't know. Well, what do you guys it, think? Yeah, let us know. Maybe that's the next uh, poll question. I mean, it doesn't affect everybody as directly as you described in, you know, within the family unit. Yeah. Uh, but um, look, if we called it what it was, there would be a lot less of it because Parents would go, whoa, 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 that vaccine-induced you you know, neurological industry? In, in, in injury? Excuse me? Uh, I don't think we want to risk that. But in the meantime, they just fight tooth and nail to deny causal links between the jabs and, you know, severe to mild, mild to severe neurological issues, gastrointestinal issues, all of that connected and related. Right. So, dude, I was right. still beaming. It was so much fun to give away that gallon of Orange Guard today. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. I have emailed Meredith Gabriel. Okay, cool. let her know. So we'll see if maybe she responds before the show's over. That's fantastic. All right. While we're waiting for Ty Bollinger. Yeah. Let's talk about something that is particularly important. I think this time of year, because I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. I don't get sick very often, but a lot of people do, especially in the wintertime. You know, they, yeah. they, this is the, the flu bug season. Yeah. My, uh, my daughter and my future son-in-law mm -hmm. are both at home right now dealing with some kind of bug yeah. that's going around, which is not unusual this time of year, but uh, Ty Bollinger over at Truth About Cancer has an article up mm -hmm. talking about 20 ways to boost your immune system right now. Are you doing any of the 20 ways? Did you read through it? Well, let's see here. Probiotics. You know what? I have not done mm -hmm. probiotics in a while. Vitamin C. I get, I get a ton of vitamin C every day with my Cardio Miracle. Mm -hmm. uh, staying hydrated. Yeah, that goes along with drinking lots of Cardio Miracle. Mm -hmm. Lower stress? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So you're honest about this. <laughs> Hyperthermia. Hyperthermia? Dude, I'm telling you, you got to move the, the 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 kid's castle thing or whatever the dollhouse is and bring out the Synergy Sauna and sweat. Mm. That's what it is. That's what that is? Yes. Because, Hyperthermia. Okay. Yeah, reducing stress by you know sweating, detoxing out the things that are uh, burdening you. Gotcha. Okay. You won't, do, you won't do coffee enemas, but how about sweating in the winter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could look at that exercise, not as much as I should, mm -hmm. but I do a lot of walking. You know, it's funny. I should get like one of those step things because you, you probably, you know, I probably move around more than you think I do. Yes. Um, 
you, you eating green vegetables hundred. yeah i do consume okay. less sugar actually i do i cut sugar out uh, almost i wouldn't say exclu uh, exclusively but um yeah. a lot a lot less than before a lot right? less uh so several months these are, ago. These are basic practical the tips 10 stay away from trans fats 11 yep. consume healthy fats bone broth great way in the winter to warm your bones so to speak a great minerals present eat, eat less. less yeah how about that uh eating less frequently i think would be important there okay um, get good sleep if you haven't got the sleep time uh product from nutritional frontiers that's awesome but i yep. see ty's trying to connect hopefully we can get get him in a moment right. uh essential minerals critical yes um, they, vitamin D for those of you who remember cardio miracle facilitates the use of stored vitamin D. So you're not wasting your efforts by taking too much D and not getting the benefit. So look to use cardio miracle as well. Uh, B vitamins. Uh, let's see. We got whole food variety. Ty keeps trying to connect and it's not showing up. I wonder what's going on there. Uh, medicinal mushrooms are excellent. Green tea. We talked about our concern. There's green tea extracts that don't have fluoride in it. So be careful mm -hmm. there. And turmeric is a you know anti-inflammatory. The thing that's not on the list, of course, is the bioactive silver hydrosol, which I would encourage you to do. Uh, selenium is critical as well, and uh, there's so much more we can do uh, to support our immune system. You know, right now, and I would say that caring for your liver is like number one on the list because remember, if the garbage accumulates, if the metabolic wastes accumulate, or other things you're exposed to accumulate, then your body is redirected in energy trying to deal with the toxic burden. And there's Ty coming up. So uh, make sure you support and love your liver and your kidneys and your lymph. That's something we always talk about here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So let's find out from Ty Bollinger. There he is, TMB, my brother. What's up, man? The uncensored version is unleashed. We should say it, propaganda exposed, unleashed, because it is that, right now. That, maybe that's the next version, unleashed. <laughs> that's right. Take yeah, the just, leash off, Ty. Four hours left, man. Just about four hours till we kick off tonight for the episode one. So, yeah, yeah, really, really excited about it. Lots of lots of work's gone into it, and mm -hmm. now we'll just uh, we'll see how it goes. But it's, uh, it's 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 a quality product. It's really been vastly improved over just the spring with so much more that's happened. Yeah, well, and we were just covering some stories. Uh, you know, one of the ones that we covered uh, was the reality of uh, homeland security looking at all of us who simply ask questions about our government. And when I were like enemies of the state, anti-government, I mean, there's more and more evidence of collusion and more of that evidence is being brought out in the docu-series Propaganda Exposed. And let's not sugarcoat it, okay, Robert? Because some yeah. of us don't just ask questions. Some of us criticize the government. Oh my gosh, you can't do that. Oh my, what? That's not you, American. You what? And that's considered subversive information on social yeah. media. Yeah, isn't that wild that we're in a in a position today where if you just criticize the government, it's subversive. If you, I thought that was in the First Amendment somewhere. That, that's the reason that the First Amendment's there is to protect freedom of speech when people disagree. If you agreed on everything, you wouldn't need the First Amendment. That's right. Do I mean, as I say, not as I do. It's government is not our mom, right? You know, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you, no, you can't complain. You can't. Mm -hmm. You just do what I tell you to do. That's not. That's not freedom. <laughs> that's not the United States of America, or it's no. not supposed to be anyway. No, and you know, we, we've covered over the last couple weeks, I know y'all have covered it too um, on other shows, but just the way that doctors are now being uh, demonized that disagree with politicians on their perspective on COVID. 
Right. right. And, and in California, you're, they just passed something recently. I don't know exactly what it says, but it basically criminalizes doctors disagreeing with politicians mm-hmm. on health issues. I think that was 2098, wasn't it? That would be AB 2098. AB 2098, I think, yeah. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. And that, that's one of the things that Dr. Omar Hamada mentioned in his interview for uh, Propaganda Exposed Uncensored is that um, what drives him crazy is when politicians try to become physicians and they start trying to promulgate these mandates on people and they don't even know anything about health or nutrition or how to stay healthy. They know nothing. But what they say goes when it comes to a pandemic, but they're clueless on how to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the things that I know that with with doctors, it just drives them nuts. The good doctors, when you have politicians trying to step in and do that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we we saw some some less than good politicians last night, didn't we? In the in the elections. I don't know if you're did y'all y'all probably discuss some of that already. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're going to be at the Red Pill Expo this weekend. I wish you were here. I I know you guys have spoken at it before. Uh, G. Edward Griffin has participated in a number of the TTAC events as well. And Uh you've given a lifetime achievement award. He's amazing. And, you know, some of the speakers have done really good homework and, and present the red pilling of people, even about the body politic, the electorate and all of that. And, you know, what to do if those of you have woken up today and are disappointed that there wasn't a massive red wave. Like, well, even if there was, it doesn't solve all of our problems. It goes much deeper than that. And we have to be willing to talk about it. But that's the that's the stuff DHS doesn't want us to talk about, because then they say, well, you're going to subvert. Uh, the, I don't know, belief in the institutions. It's like, since when did our founding fathers ever say, hey, we want you to believe in the government always? They said, always be vigilant and realize they're going to deceive you. And yet the founding fathers would be on the DHS hit list. Yeah, they they, they all would be. As a matter of fact, I remember seeing leaked footage from back in the late 90s as they were training FBI agents mm-hmm. that in, in one of the classrooms, they were saying that if, if Jefferson and Washington and all of the founding fathers and the first presidents were on uh, alive today, they would be considered terrorists with their beliefs. I mean, I remember seeing that it was on maybe one of Alex Jones's first uh, documentaries that he made on this topic, but it's, it's not like this is something new. They've been, they've been teaching this for decades. So how does the um, series work? Is it like the pattern we've grown accustomed to with the docuseries uh, starting up at nine o'clock Eastern time for 24 hours until the next episode? Yeah. Yeah. Same as same as always, man. Nine Eastern is episode one tonight and then nine Eastern is episode two tomorrow night. So it goes live for 24 hours and then it pops off and we pop the new episode in for 24 hours. So, yeah, even if, even if you've seen Propaganda Exposed, you need to watch this because Uncensored is, is totally different. Cool. And, and you found ways once again to counteract or go beyond and around all of the sensors, because it used to be YouTube was there, all the basics, and we find we can't use any of them, right? So you have a secure system that people will be able to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not using, we haven't been able to use YouTube or wanted to use YouTube in a while, but mm-hmm. yeah, we've got other streaming platforms. You know, we've we've got up, it up on Brighteon with Mike Adams. We've got it backed up on BitChute. We've got it backed up on Rumble. So we have it on many platforms. Mm-hmm. And then we can, and our tech team can swap over if one of them goes down, but because last yeah. time we launched in April, um, we had so many viewers on the first night that that uh, we crashed BitChute. Wow! So, um, so we we got several backups, but I think we're good. They're they are they're ready for the traffic now. Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, this is something that uh, I appreciate everybody that has signed up. 
And I know we were fast out of the gate getting people on. We're nimble. We're quick. We may not have the largest audience, but man, y'all are dedicated, loyal, and supportive. And thank you. So please share the links that we have. You know, and we have them at robertscottbell.com and Superdon sends out the newsletter. However you get there, I want you to get there and share them because that's something you, you don't assume because you know about it that your friend and neighbor and family member knows about it. So be a little bit daring and share how to watch Propaganda Exposed Uncensored Edition. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's a great time for us to launch this because if you look at what happened last night, it's like we've had a, we've had a great awakening, but it's not big enough yet. If there's still this many people that are voting for the status quo and, and I, you know, I have to wonder in certain jurisdictions, is it legitimate and so forth? We don't have to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm not certain that all of the votes were counted properly, Mm -hmm. but um, nevertheless, there's still enough lemmings out there, I guess, or just people that haven't woken up yet that they need this information. People, we've got to continue the great awakening. We can't let it, we can't let it sputter here. We got to keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. We do. So have you been doing a lot of interviews so many that you could hardly be on this show today? <laughs> no, I just didn't want to come on. Okay. Gaps, be honest. Uh, let's no. you know, I've, I've had enough of you. <laughs> no, Charlene's been doing more interviews way more than I have. I'm working on the, the episodes themselves and mm-hmm. we're, we're just, we're hamstrung by computing power at this point with changing the episodes. Cause it takes, they're so big and they're so long and there's so much graphics and so forth. They're big files, and I've only got Alan now instead of Alan plus Travis. Wow. So yeah. when, once we crunch down a, an episode and we make changes or whatever, it takes about 9 to 11 hours to render on his computer before it spits out a video file, oh, at which time he yeah. can't do anything otherwise because right. it's using up all his memory. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a matter of we're trying to figure out when do, when are you going to render this file and get it up, and when can we make changes together. And so mm-hmm. it's uh, I've been working on episodes, honestly. Yeah, that's a logistical nightmare in terms of time. Even with all the power of computing we have, it's still when you do large video files like that, have graphic intensive. Heck, mm-hmm. I was just, I was mentioning uh, I was doing some more voiceover work for a documentary that we're putting together on, you know, the safe and effective uh, mantra of vaccines mm-hmm. or mRNA. And simply to render something through PowerPoint, it took it's like people are used to click done, right? Just rendering simple stuff can still in, in high powered computers oh, yeah. take minutes, but you're talking about things that take hours to days yeah. to do. So appreciate the backstory, the behind the scenes work that Ty does to make this happen. It's a, it's a wonder that he appears at all uh, in the midst of this. So we got nine episodes coming, correct? Yeah, nine coming. First one tonight at eight, uh, eight central, nine, nine Eastern, eight central. Mm-hmm. And then um, one every night thereafter, all the way till next Thursday. So nine days in a row. So uh, and tonight's is really good. We've got we got a bunch of additional interviews and footage in this one. A lot of the stuff that was in the first one's not in the first one from from the spring. I mean, it's it's a different episode. So okay. still still a lot of the same footage that you'll recognize, but it's a very different episode. And um, it's uh, I think the the teaching quality of the docu series has improved quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's going to even it's going to educate better and it's going to wake people up better because there's some more shocking stuff in it as well too. So yeah. what do you see? There's a lot that's transpired since it first aired earlier in the year. It's amazing. Time is sped up for sure. Uh, So um, not to have you look too far ahead, but, you know, once the nine episodes are done and everything, you make available, of course, for purchase. And that supports Mm -hmm. the mission, supports all of us. So consider doing that so you can have it in your library and share it at home as well. We need to get together in real life settings, too. Yeah, I mean, we're doing again. uh, This is we're doing buy one, get five free. So wow. 
buy one and we send you five extra sets of DVDs or five extra pin drives with the whole docuseries on it that you can give away to a friend or family member. So wow. that's yeah. the whole purpose is to spread yeah. it. So, you know, that's why we're doing the buy one, get five free. That's, that's amazing. Thank you for doing that, Ty. Um, yeah. Are there any events coming up afterwards uh, that you're going to be attending or speaking at that we should know about? Not, not the rest of the year. I don't think I'm booked anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've done enough, my friend. You should. I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready to enjoy the, the holiday season, but and and honestly, it's a really busy quarter for us, just mm -hmm. because we have this. We you know we have our, our launch here, and mm -hmm. then you know you got the Black Friday to Cyber Monday that we always. I think we'll probably be offering discounts on the Charlize products, and then with TTAC, we always have our 12 days of Christmas sales, where we put all different pro informational products and like it, you know 90% off or whatever for a day. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, pretty busy just with that. So not traveling and doing much of anything. Plus, nobody wants me to speak anymore anyway. Dude, we had fun at the Health Freedom Expo. You were all awesome. yeah, we did. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, and uh, well, like I said, it was it's it's a lot of fun being able to get together. And I'm still encouraging you to, for those of you who can, come on over to the Red Pill Expo this weekend, Salt Lake City, Salt Palace Convention Center. If you want to buy tickets online, RSB to get 10% discount. Would love to see you there in the seats. Then and you know get red pilled on a lot of topics. I mean. Uh, David Martin is amazing. There are others that are there that are just stunning. Carrie Maude is going to be speaking. Mickey Willis will be there. Um, I, I can't keep up with it. Sheriff Richard Mack, he's terrific always in the things that they're bringing. Um, mm -hmm. This is something that when you see these people and what they've found and, un, and learned, uh, and they had to unlearn some of this stuff first to get there. Uh, and that's part, of, I think, the propaganda exposed experience too. Uh, to see the things that we must see now. It's much like a red pill experience as well on, you know, the video series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I encourage everyone to tune in tonight and tell everybody that, you know, that's the way we beat censorship is that we share it with, with our friends and family because they, they can't stop you from doing that. Yeah, exactly. Well, love to the whole family, Ty. Thanks for stopping in for a few minutes in the midst of all that you're doing. And we'll look forward oh, yeah. to seeing the, the next nine episodes, a renewed version, the uncensored version. Yeah, you, better watch, you better be watching tonight. Unleashed. Yes. No, I'm not going to be watching any soap operas. That's for sure. Right. Whatever it is, what do we call it? We call it Propaganda Exposed. Uncensored. Uncensored. Yeah. All right, TMB, take us out to the uh, bonus round. I know you got to go. Yeah, I got to go. But remember, the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round commences now. Who's with me? Y'all here? Anybody still here? Super Don's with me. Ready? Bonus round. I am. <clears throat> Super D, I just got I a message through Instagram. My friend Aubrey from the Phoenix area. She's originally, I think, from Minnesota, her, her family is. And uh, I saw her at Autism One. She And she's doing great work with Trinity and, and everything. She was at the Health Freedom Expo. She says this, this is a message to you. Tell Super Don, I love spiders. He asked who loves spiders on Monday's show. So I knew there'd be somebody that would like not want to kill the spiders. You like spiders? Aubrey says she loves spiders. She loves spiders. Yeah. Eh. Well, whatever. Some people love coffee enemas too. So, you yeah. know. Spider girl, spider girl. So um, the idea, as um, I said, spiders, they yeah. are an important part of keeping even the bugs down. Uh, they take care of some of that, too. So, <sighs> Okay. All right. All right. I, I don't. I, 
Sharon Neal's here. Yep. She just joined the, the chat room. Christy is asking a question in the chat room. How do we watch propaganda exposed? Good question. Ooh, Appreciate did you send the link in? That. Yeah. Uh, well, all you got to do, Christy, and anybody else who's listening, is you go over to robertscottbell.com, mm-hmm. to the homepage, and in the upper right-hand corner, there it is. There's a banner right there. Or you could scroll down in the show notes, and there's a banner right there. Mm-hmm. So that's all you got to do. Just go to robertscottbell.com, click on the banner, and then it brings up the website. And you just mm-hmm. put in your info, and you register, and you watch it for free. Excellent. That's it. Thank you for asking, because you, you never know that we just sometimes forget. Not everybody knows. So there you go. That's how you do it. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Um, oh, she's going to share that with friends in Australia. Yeah. Australia. They can watch it in the morning instead of at night, because it'll be going for 24 hours before the next episode, starting tonight at 9 Eastern. 9 Eastern. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, the AMA, again, set up for our patron supporters, and that is going to be happening the 19th of November at 10 a.m. Uh, Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and noon Eastern time, the 19th of Saturday. So for those of you that... What about people in Hawaii? Okay, I got to do three you hours. forgot all about them. Don't you care about the Hawaiians? Saturday, you got to wake up early on the 19th, 6 a.m. Hawaii time. Is it 6 a.m.? Okay. I believe it's three hours earlier than you. Yeah. Hawaiian, Hawaiian lives matter, too. Yes, they do. HLM. Yes, they do. All right. And then tomorrow, what do we got going on tomorrow? Tomorrow is Thursday, so we should have uh, Jonathan Emord. Mm-hmm. He'll have plenty to say, I'm sure, after what just happened oh, last yeah. night. Yep. So looking forward to that. And then... <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Carrie Ma Day will be Thank on you. tomorrow. Well said, Super Don. I'm going to ask her tomorrow when she's on. We go, you know, did anybody ever call you Ma Day? Would you hate does. me if I, if, you know? It's if annoying. She says, if if you know she says how. it's fine and I don't care, then I don't want to hear it anymore. She better not. I'm going to call her and tell her not to say it's fine. Carrie Ma Day. So oh, that's God. what we've got going on for tomorrow. Then on Friday, we've got Margaret Aranda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones. And then the Red Pill Expo this weekend. Now, what's the plan for uh, the weekend? Are you going to, mm-hmm. I guess you won't be live. Well, yeah, actually it is on Sunday. So will you be broadcasting live from Red Pill? Or yeah. Are you going to pre-record? Well, I have to pre-record for our Sunday show. Yeah. Right. Okay. So hopefully we'll have better than redneck internet, like in Branson where everything broke down. The interviews I did, we couldn't air. All right. So, yeah, we'll plan to have some new interviews for that. So, listen, since we won't be live, uh-huh. I, I know I, I, I bring this up. I'm going to put you on the spot here just because what? I can't. What? what? You should do something live from, from the Red Pill Expo. Even all if right. all you did was take your phone mm-hmm. and just go on, uh, you know, Instagram or Facebook yeah. or something like that and just check in with everybody. I need a millennial to accompany me. To help me to do that, because I I'm just a Gen Xer like you. We just don't do that easily. I'm not good at that. I'll try. I'll do it. But if somebody's there at the Red Pill Expo and hears Super Don's voice echo in your head, saying "Go live," meet me there, and yes, here's the phone. I'll hand it to you, and we'll go live. So I'm not opposed to doing it. It's just and also in the midst of uh, this is the third Red Pill Expo I'm emceeing. It's 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 a lot of work. It, it isn't just show up and, you know, show up, you, you know, 
there's a lot of talks and I'm inter- you know I'm, I'm having a time between the interviews or between the, the talks to be not too far away to run back on the stage just in time because they're doing a live worldwide video broadcast too. And so there's a lot that involves that participation. And I'm not complaining. I like it. I'm grateful I can do it. Um, but uh, that's why it's not so easy. So um, if Don, I see you, are you going? Don, you're local. You should go to the Red Pill Expo. I want to see you on one of those days. And then maybe you can help me to go live from the expo. I know somebody, so maybe I'll see them. That would be cool. All right. Uh, Doni says, um, Propaganda Exposed is a replay from two years ago. First of all, Propaganda Exposed only came out early 2020. No, no, 2022. I'm sorry. This year. So it's not from two years ago. And as if you just tuned in or if you, you missed high, as we've talked about it, there's a lot of new information, even in the eight episodes leading up into the brand new ninth episode, because a lot of stuff has changed and the opportunity to edit things and, and do things differently are there from the spring to now and the fall. So don't think that you've seen it before. A lot of it will be new. So please, uh, please do that. So yeah, bring your daughter to the, the red pill expo too, Don. It'd be great to see her as well. And then she can probably help me better than you can to do a live Instagram or Facebook, something or other <laughs> that way. Super Don won't, yell at me and go, why didn't you do it again? He doesn't yell at me. Not usually anyway. All right. What else we got? Remember, uh, RSB 15 gets you 15% off all nutritional frontiers products, including the on sale items. And they have a lot of featured items each month that it, it, uh, go on sale. So you can double dip and they'll have 15% and sometimes more off. And they use the RSB 15 code. They're so generous. They go, yep, you get the discount on top of the discount, which is great. And what else we got here? Okay. Sorry, I was answering an email there. Okay. This is what we can do in the bonus round. Steven says the Islanders can wake up early to get that Hawaiian propaganda punch. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. I love that. There is Sherry. Sherry is here. Hello, Sherry. Uh, Sherry, do you go back to that farmer's gastro pub? Man, in Springfield, that was great food. We ate really well, really well. All right. Well, I got to work on my PowerPoint. All right. You go work on your PowerPoint. And um, yeah, I am going to take a quick break and then I am going to attach my new microphone boom. Awesome. uh, Here. So tomorrow I will actually have the microphone on the boom. Nice. Yep. Which is, and who do we have to thank for that? That's Dan Larson. Dan Larson again. Amazing he went again. and clicked on the uh, Christmas wish list, which is still mm-hmm. there on the website. Yeah. Um, should anybody else feel um, in- inclined to to click on it? But Dan Larson, yeah. I mean, uh, what a, what a what a dude! What a dude! And he, along with others, I, I think we're going to. When are we going to do this? When are we going to do the formal thank you to everybody? I don't know at the moment. We got to work that out. But I want to make sure everybody can come to the okay. next AMA Zoom as well. But okay, you got to work that out. But right. uh, for now, I, I just got to get prepped for the Red Pill Expo on top of doing our daily shows at this point. And we got to buckle down, put on some distracting music, and get her done. So thanks, y'all, for being here. Thanks, Ty, for showing up there at the last minute, buddy. Not that he's busy. Tor right. McCartland, surprise guest. 
I don't know if you can put that the uh, collage picture in today's show notes to let people know we actually did give away, sure. uh, you know, winner kind of thing. That's yep. fun to see. So people say we're we're not joking. We're serious about giving stuff away whenever we can. Also, Mark Hur, he was amazing. He was really amazing. He knows it so well, and he's going to give a great presentation at the Red Pill Expo. I'm glad we could feature him uh, tomorrow. Carrie Made uh, is going to uh, be with us as well as Jonathan Emort. So tell your friends about the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty. Sign up for the newsletter if you haven't already or share the link to do so. Uh, RobertScottBell.com. And what? Oops. My camera froze. Oh, well, just in time. But at, le- at least it looks like I'm doing something, right? Yeah. No, it does. Not picking my nose or anything. So Yeah, like usual. All the time. Not. Not. All right, guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good day. Thank you, guys.